have you ever been at the DMV and wished for more time? Negative. No. Never, right? So this guy is in hell and wants to burn longer. All right, three beers to you guys. Hey, it's been a long time. Welcome Boy, back. has it. Month, weeks or months? Months. Months. We, we took a winter break, but yeah. we're back. Yeah, we I think are. you brought us something special, Bunk. Yeah, so uh, you just want to go for the first one? Yeah, we got okay. Bonk, Fab, and Hog here, and we got uh, we got something special. You brought us from from um, Japan, Nippon Valley, oh, Japan, Nippon, Nippon. Valley. Excuse me. Um, so I know this is three beers too, but this is a uh, Japan's version of the Spike Seltzer, which the United States has been trying to master ever since Zima and Mike's Hard Lemonade. And we've they've kind of gotten it right with Truly and White Claw; those are decent. But this is called a Chuhai, uh, and they're not 5% alcohol like our spike seltzers. These are 9% alcohol. <laughs> and this is a tall boy. It's a 500 milliliter, uh, but they have a zero on the can. And we don't know if that's zero carbs, zero sugar, zero calories, but it could be zero, all of them. But this is a grapefruit flavored chew high. So let's I, crack them. Boys. Let's do it. Let's crack it. Mm-hmm. Uh, and we'll see you guys later. Cause we're, <laughs> this is going to be blacked out here real soon. I think nine percenter. So you went to Japan to buy these, right? This is some, not something you can buy in America. Well, um, Three Beers 2 funded my flight out to Japan specifically to confiscate these cases of Chuhai for this episode. It yeah. was a research trip. Yep. And we give away a lot of money, but uh, this was money well spent, I think. Yeah, absolutely. These are tasty. Yeah, they're really good. For 9%, this, this tastes like candy. But not like sweet like candy. It's just delicious. Yeah, I mean the case was twenty bucks, so these are each, you know, whatever, about a a, a dollar. And man, oh, my goodness, you would be charged fifteen bucks for one of these in a bar, twenty at a baseball oh, yeah. game. Yep, it smells like Sprite, like in the can, you know. Yeah. And then this is like like Bong said, America has tried to master the seltzer, and Japan has already done it for years. This is what we aim for. This is the this is the king. This is we need to three beers two needs to fund a research project to figure out why we can't just get these in the states permanently because this this runs circles around truly to be honest with you yeah one hundred percent we need to have a Manhattan project where we come up with the next chew high but domestic for the U S <laughs> oh I'm gonna say this year top scientists <laughs> solid that's a solid reference this zero has to be no sugar that's my guess because no it, it, it does not taste sugary at all yeah no. All right, sweet. Um, well, guys, I'm happy to be back. We have a lot to talk about. Obviously, on this episode, we're going to focus about the NFL. Uh, I'm going to talk about the NFL draft because I'm so sad. My team sucks. Uh, but a lot happened this weekend, and I think it's uh, it's time we jump right in. Beat or leap. Do it. I love it. Beat or leap. All right, beat or leap. I'm going to I'm going to jump off here. I'm going to talk about Mike McCarthy and his epic sleepover. Did you guys hear about this one? Yes. Yes. All right. So apparently if Jerry Jones finds his man, he's not going to let you leave his house until he gets you. And that kind of suspiciously sounds like, I don't know, like something that's illegal, not allowed to do. Like he apparently had Mike McCarthy at his house and he had a sleepover with him. Like he stayed the night. <laughs> yep. What? I, I'm... I think Mike McCarthy's married. So does does that like family slept over, wife and Mike? Or? I don't know. There's a lot of memes online that showed them like stepbrothers. You know, they built a fort. It was just them in the room. There was no kids. Yeah. Who do you think got the top bunk? Uh, I got. I would hope Jerry Jones. 
But he's Mike McCarthy's a big guy to put on yeah, top. Yeah, wait to... Uh, like, I could definitely say, hey, Jira, I forgot to ask you, do you like guacamole? And then <laughs> crash. <laughs> Jira is like 77 years old, man. Yeah, yeah you can't be taking that. No. <laughs> God. You can't get up on the top <laughs> There's so much, there's so much to unravel there. Um, you need a lot of blue pills to get up all the way to the top bunk. <laughs> anyway, uh, he got his man. He's excited. I think Cowboy Nation is divided on this. I'm not 100 percent sure if they're they're pumped or not. But uh, he's got a very good record. Although he had Aaron Rodgers to help out that record. Right. It. Uh, I think Aaron Rodgers definitely takes some of, if not all, of the credit for the Packers' success during Mike McCarthy's tenure. Yeah. Granted, apparently some of the Cowboys' higher-ups, i.e. the Jones family, Jerry, Stephen, and whatever the other people's names are, uh, they thought that the Packers had beaten the Cowboys a number of times while McCarthy was a coach, and in their opinion, the Cowboys were the more talented team, meaning that McCarthy was the better coach than Jason Garrett. Um, Not a high bar to surpass, but... Oh, the Joneses. Um, So I was talking to a couple of New York fans today, and they are very excited because... Mike McCarthy was on their radar, the New York Giants radar, right? Football Giants. And uh, now he's off the board. And I feel like they're they're aiming for a different coach now, and I think that pumps them up. So I don't know. Maybe that's just some shade at the Cowboys. You know, hey, your coach is going to suck. But yeah, I think the – I don't know. I, I think it adds a win. Yeah, but, I mean, it seemed a little um... – like curious that they interviewed Marvin. They interviewed two guys. So do you think that they were turned down for even interviewing from Lincoln Riley, Urban Meyer, all these names that were floating around? Yeah, I, or, I saw the press release of you know I think this is damage control by the Cowboys. Um, we're only going to take head coaches with NFL experience, and I think that a Lincoln Riley was like, I'm I'm good. I'm making so much money. I have whatever I want at my disposal. Mm-hmm. He doesn't want to go to a dysfunctional team, which I think the Cowboys could very well become if they keep losing. You know, they're a good team, but man, like the the media, Lincoln Riley's in a great spot. He doesn't need to go anywhere else. So I think he turned them down, and the Cowboys immediately spun that with "We're gonna, we're gonna, you know, only NFL guys." And right. Mike McCarthy was like, "Oh, I I haven't worked for a year. I need money. Like, well, it doesn't need money, but I want something to do. Of course, I'll take the Cowboys job." Yep, and you know you can always spin it as the team has a certain window and they're kind of built right oh, now yeah. to win the yeah. Cowboys. And then you take it to the next step. Jerry Jones has kind of a, a tight window too to get one in before his time is up. We don't know when that's going to be, but he is, like we said, late seventies, maybe even early eighties. I don't know exactly how old, but the incentive is there for their t- them to win now rather than possibly hire a Lincoln Riley and experience some growing pains during the first two seasons of. NFL head coaching, you know. Yeah, absolutely agree. Now that you guys say that, I wonder if Urban Meyer kind of also gave him the Heisman, and that was their um, kind of scapegoat. Oh, we didn't want you guys anyway. Yep, right. The NFL. Because yep. how do you not at least communicate with Urban Meyer's people? The guys won in four different colleges. What about Matt Rule? Like, I mean, uh, Baylor's head coach. He's interesting because I'd say he's less of a known commodity than either Lincoln Riley or Urban Meyer. I think those two definitely would have been above. But supposedly everybody's saying that he's the leading guy for the Giants Giants, job. Absolutely. And yeah, he did really good at Temple and he's doing well at Baylor now. I don't know. It's interesting to me. I could see the, the massive Cowboys PR spinning. Who knows? This is just speculation, but that's that's what I think happened. I'm not 100% sure, but yeah, who knows? I wish we had a Google machine here, we could figure out the NFC East turned over three coaches out of four. They did. Yeah. What was the stat I brought up? It was uh, uh, Ron Rivera. Ron Rivera is the second longest tenured coach after two days in the NFC East. 
it's, it's not I mean, bad. It's facts. Yeah. Facts are facts. Uh, that's my beat. Let's see. My leads. Um, I'm going to talk about Josh McCown. Okay. This is not the best of leads, but the dude is ancient. He was Emmett Smith's last handoff for a touchdown. Emmett Smith's been in the Hall of Fame for 10 years. He threw Larry Fitzgerald's first pass or first touchdown pass. I can't remember which one. Dude has been around forever. He's a total journeyman, says all the right things, but he let his emotions pour out in the field last night. You feel bad for the guy. Like, he honestly cares so much. What was he coaching? High school football? He was coaching a high school football team, flying yep. out from Philly and then back just to be there for, because his sons go to that school. I think it's yep. in Tennessee. Yeah. Outside Nashville or something. But yeah, he was the offensive coordinator for that team. Would fly in for the game Friday night, fly back to go to wherever the Eagles were. Yeah. 38 years old. There was a video I just saw of him in some charity basketball game, like oh. crossing over dudes and dunking. I think he's 40. Wow. I think he was 38. He was, is he 40 now? He's 40 now. So he, he was 38, 38 when that video in that was video. Oh, okay. And he was destroying people in that game. Yeah, I guess when you say that, I feel bad for him too. But I feel more bad about my Eagles plus three bit. Yeah, I mean, that listen. Sucked. Yeah. I know. I that's hate. A, I hate when I elite told you players, about the Seahawks. I told I know, you about the Seahawks. But when elite players get hurt, yeah. whether you like them or not, even the polarizing ones, it sucks because you want to see the best versus absolutely. the best. Yeah, absolutely. Demoralizing as a fan. Yeah, I, I almost honestly, I think of it as like a karma thing. Like I never root for an, a player to be injured ever because I know that the Cardinals have suffered their fair share. But yeah. I, I don't want that to come back on me. Like that's stupid to say as a fan. Like that's not that's not real. But again, it's. You want to see the best players play at the highest level. Yeah. But you also just don't want people to get hurt. I don't know. As a human being, hopefully, you don't want people to get hurt. Yeah, and the uh, shot that Carson Wentz took was unreal. The Jadavion Clowney just spearing him in the back of the head. Yeah, I, I don't think it was the initial hit, but definitely it the was, inertia generated right by the hitting the turf or with grass or whatever. But, concussion? Oh, yeah, yeah massive. Yeah, right. yeah, apparently, he like his wife was invited to the Right, the that's what they're like, oh, shit. In the back, they're like right oh. under the training facility. It was that bad. Oof. And uh, you know what I liked about that was, uh, I'll keep talking about this real quick, but uh, Russell Wilson, I like how at the post game, the first question he asked was, hey, uh, you know, good game, good game, coach. Hey, how is, uh, how's Carson? And uh, so that's where his mind was. So I don't know. That game kind of sucked. I'm not going to lie. The, the Seahawks should have ran away with it, especially without Carson Wentz. But Josh McCown, good on you, man. You tried your best. And I really hope you just come back one more time. Babe. Come on. <laughs> one more time. He's a good guy. Yeah, he's a good guy. All right. Fab, what you got? I've got a beat. I've got elite. We'll start Good. off with the beat. Uh, I don't know if anyone watched all of the wild card games, but there was an early one on Saturday. That oh, I, I might have watched that one. I read the synopsis of it. Apparently, the Buffalo Bills were up sixteen to nothing at one point. Oh, boy. and then wait, somehow is lost someone the here? Game. Is someone here a big Buffalo Bills? Yep, fan? yeah, that's me. Oh yep. shit. Um, okay, so so it was 16 an nothing. exciting. First half, the Bills score on their opening drive with a Josh Allen touchdown reception by John Smokey Brown. They're running Deshaun Watson off the field. They had, I think, five sacks in the first half. They were just destroying the Texans' offensive line. DeAndre Hopkins had zero catches in the first half. Yep. yep. And then the opening kickoff of the third quarter, uh, the Texans player catches the ball. Oh, my God. Does a T signal as to signal to his teammates that, hey, I'm giving up, I'm not returning it, and then tosses the ball to the official. Very casual toss, too. Yeah. It's not like he it was subverted. He was like, here you go, right. and the official stepped back like, what? Hot potato. And then, yeah, Tony Carrente, the NFL ref, like stepped back, was like, oh, no, this thing's still alive. The Bills recover it in the end zone. It's ruled a touchdown on the field by the head referee. 
And then the NFL official who was just there to make things went according to the script. I mean, uh, was there to ensure officiating was consistent. Ooh, conspiracy. Uh, comes running onto the field. He's wearing a blackish gray jacket. You could still tell he's a ref because he's got the hat on, yep. but he's not part of the game crew. He runs up to the head official, the white hat, who's running the show, and they converse about it. Mind you, there were also, I think, two flags thrown because the Texans player like turned around and said something probably not that nice to the official. Yeah. Those flags were never then, you know, uh, talked about after that. They were never addressed. Oh, that's actually interesting. Uh, hmm. So after a long delay, they're like, okay, the guy meant to give himself up, so we're just going to call it a touchback, give the Texans the ball in the 25. If you look at the NFL rule book, in order to give themselves up, a player catching the ball in the end zone has to either lie down or take a knee and make no obvious attempt to advance. It's not or make no obvious advance. They oh, have to do it, one it, of those. It, and it it's is an and? and? Yes. Also, oh, that is more if, interesting. Even if you want to rule it a forward pass, it would be an illegal forward pass, which would be two points safety because it was in the end zone, and then the Bills would get the ball. That's spicy. anyway, but that's not why the Bills lost. It was just very weird to see, and I know a lot of fans are salty about it. It was a weird way that it went around. Mind you, we have seen other instances where players have faked fair catches, Devin Hester being the most oh, famous, man. and then returned it. That was on a punt, but you know you could very easily see the same thing happening on a kickoff. So we can't, you know, I don't think that we should be jumping down the wormhole of what the player meant to do and use common sense. You got to play the game. You got to fish the, the game. Are written. As, yeah, exactly. But anyway, so the Bills go on to uh, still be up uh, 16 to nothing after a J.J. Watt sack stopped a drive and the Bills kicked the field goal. Then they give Deshaun Watson the ball. Uh, they come back and they score twice. It's tied up. Then they kick a field goal to go ahead. The Bills are driving, trying to get into field goal range to tie the game in regulation. Josh Allen does two of the like most just idiotic plays I think I've ever seen on third down deep into Texans territory where we know we need a field goal. Yeah. The only thing you can't do is take a sack. And the only thing worse than taking a sack you could do is take intentional grounding. Yeah. So he he throws the ball at our offensive lineman who like bats it down so there were two flags on the play, one for illegal touching, one for intentional grounding. So we were backed out of field goal position at that point. It was fourth and 27. Mind you, the Bills still had all three timeouts. So some people would say you punt here and then try to pin them deep, use your three timeouts, get the ball back, and then you're close to field goal range, maybe even have the chance at a touchdown. Yeah. Instead, with their high-powered, deep-shot aerial offense, the Bills decide to go for it on fourth and 27. <laughs> How bad could that go, right? Josh Allen takes a, I think, 19-yard sack. But it wasn't an intentional grounding. That's correct. But now the Texans have the ball on their 39. Yeah. Uh, The Bills' defense comes on the field. The Texans predictably run it three times. We use all three timeouts. And then fourth and one, the Bills actually stop the Texans. Bill O'Brien, rather than kicking like what was, I think, a 48- or 50-yard field goal, opts to go for it. Weird for him because he's not usually a very conservative coach. QB sneak on fourth down. The Bills stuff it. So the Bills get the ball back with a minute and 30 seconds-ish left, down by three. Uh, Josh Allen runs the first play 20 yards down the field, and then as he's getting tackled, laterals it to no one. (laughs) Mind you, the Bills, like, it wasn't last play of the game. They were almost in field goal range at that point. Uh, So miraculously, the Bills somehow... The guy uh, swatted it out of bounds. Yeah, swatted it out of bounds. But it was only like a five-yard, best five-yard penalty of all time, or ten-yard, it doesn't matter. Right. Save the day. Yeah, because it stops the clock and yep. the Bills oh, yeah. keep the ball. Oh, yeah. 
Otherwise, it would have been chaos. Uh, another pass, almost intercepted. Finally, they hit Cole Beasley and uh, get a first down, and then they kick a 47-yard field goal with five seconds left to tie the game. Go into overtime. Texas win the toss. They get the ball. Bills force a three and out. Get the ball back. Josh Allen's driving. Couple of dumb plays, not going to lie. Uh, we call a deep shot to our fullback. <laughs> double cover? He throws it double covered down the field about 30 or 40 yards to a fullback. Yeah. Should have been intercepted. I think there was another play that should have been intercepted where it just hit the defender in the hands. Uh, and then they run a QB sneak or sweep to the outside, which in the beginning of the game had gone for like 40-something yards. Somehow both Bills players miss a block, and then one guy is called for uh, a illegal oh block in the back, God. which wasn't really an no. illegal block in the back. He kind of just touched the guy. But anyway. he, he needs to do the Hollywood put your hands up next sure. time. You know, you've yeah. seen it on every punt return. Mm-hmm. Just play the game. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So then the Bills are out of field goal range. Uh, well, it's uh, third and about 20 now, and they're out of field goal range. The Texans set up deep to prevent a uh, conversion, and the Bills send five wide to try to do a quick pass and then get yards after the catch to make a long field goal. But, of course, our receiver, who we had just called up to the active roster, drops the pass. Out of the five receivers on the field, they throw it to the one guy who hadn't been playing that much all year. Yeah. Uh, then the Texans get the ball. Uh, we sack them. They convert a third and 18 by throwing to their running back. And then Deshaun Watson gets hit by two different bills from two different oh, directions, God. which offset each other. And he throws the ball to Taiwan Jones, who used to be on the bills, who then runs uh, to like the Texans 20 or, or the bills 20. And uh, they kick an easy field goal to win it over time. So that sequence of events was pretty uh, beat, in my opinion. I'm sure if you were a Texans fan, you liked it. But uh, that, would be, I did that would be their lead. Yeah. But uh, I feel like the bill the Bills kind of beat themselves. Yep, you know, the absolutely. Texans did not win the game. The Texans did not win the game. The Bills beat themselves. And, and uh, yeah, Josh Allen made some very very questionable decisions. Our offensive coordinator had some weird personnel groupings, like for instance, putting in our blocking tight end who's two hundred eighty five pounds, our fullback, and then Frank Gore, and calling a deep pass. Our running back Devin Singletary had been electric all game. He finished with like one hundred and thirty something yards from scrimmage. And for whatever reason, they didn't give him the ball once in overtime. They gave it to Frank Gore a bunch, who, great player, but past his prime. Can, I, can I interject 48 here? years old. Please. I was with you at the game. I was you with were? you at the bar. Yeah. And um, I, the, when overtime started, I, I remarked, they had stopped running the ball. And it's like, why you guys were up 16 to nothing? What, 16 to nothing? It yeah. was 16 to nothing. Yeah. Um, was your run game in the first half. And I hate when t- – this is not just about the Bills. This is about any team who gets ha- pass happy for some reason. And It's a new NFL, and that's where the NFL is going. But run the ball. Establish on first down, a good down and distance, and then for second down. And then run your playbook. And, and we talked about this. You and I were kind of far apart. We would, we would touch shoulders every time. After so big maybe, plays. Yeah. But um, it, it hurts me to see when a team will abandon what got them there. Right. And so, yeah. And Devin Singletary had kind of been the catalyst for our offense, arguably our most important playmaker there. And the reason that they had enjoyed the success that they did throughout the season and to go away from him in the most crucial moment of the most important game is just mind boggling. Yep. Um, I'm not even going to bring up. I had him on daily fantasy sports. I'm not going to even bring that up because it doesn't matter. Right. Fab, can you describe the, the scene or the, the crowd when uh, that field goal went through in overtime? Silence. I mean, we all saw it coming because the Texans had just, the play before that, uh, yeah. converted a crazy uh, third down where it should have been a sack. Well, you guys' defense was so way yeah. too far back. 
Yeah. If they're going to beat you on a you know thirty yard pass, that's fine. But don't I don't know. You know you know this. I'm so as soon as the Texans had the ball, they were like, it's over. Yes, the Bills had the best field goal defense in the league this year. They had blocked two, and there was like a statistically significant difference between uh, field goals attempted versus the ones made for the Bills defense yeah. against all the others. For whatever reason, they were in kickers' heads, and kickers were missing kicks. This was like a twenty-eight yard chip shot, shorter than an extra point. Yeah. The guy made it. Uh, so it was you know pretty bummed out. Uh, but then again, we never, uh, with two minutes left in the game in regulation, I was like, we're done because the Texans had the ball and all they had to do was get 10 yards and a first down and the game was over. You were on borrowed time and overtime. Yeah, we didn't you, deserve to make it to overtime. But you guess what? You had you got a possession in overtime, right? We did. So yeah, it was there for the taking. Um, yeah. So, so was tough. it like Max as Exodus to the Uber? Or did you do a shot before you left? Uh, we hung out for a little bit as everybody slowly filtered out, and then uh, we moved on to other locations. So actually, Fab and I talked about this uh, before. If that was me, and we actually talked about it before this game, if this was him, he said, if the Bills are going to lose, I'm going to go home, and I'm just going to hang out. I'm not going to watch the next game. And that's me too. Like I'm not going. If the Cardinals lose. <laughs> They get the postseason this decade. That'd be great. Um, I'm not going to go hang out at the bar, but Fab did. He came out, hung out, yep. and what did every single person say to you? Every time? single person <laughs> in the neighborhood who I saw was like, "Hey, man, tough game." It was rooting for you. Either that, I watched it, or oh man, I had twenty bucks on the Bills to win. I lost, or you know, all these other things. You're like, it happened at least ten times. You're, you're like, like hey, I mean, I watched you. the game, and I'm like, yeah, me too. Yeah, I lost twenty bucks, or I lost five bucks. You're like, yeah. sick. I'm sorry about your five dollar cool, bet. Thanks. <laughs> five dollars, <laughs> yeah. deep pockets. Deep. Bro. Oh yeah, man. But it was a top. Guy. I wear my Bills stuff every Sunday. I go out there to watch every game, and no one, not nearly as many people in any other week have talked to me as they did after this game granted it's because it was the only game on but right but so so more successful or less successful than you thought the season was that we've started the season uh it's a success the disappointing thing is that if the game had just ended in a loss in whatever fashion it would have been fine because josh allen had shown progress throughout the season and he was marketably better this year than he was last last year year. but from midway through the third quarter until the end of the game, he regressed in every single way. And what we call Wyoming, Josh came back. The hero ball, for whatever reason, he felt yeah. like he was oh. on a team of zero-star recruits going up against Alabama, and he had to try to make every play. I actually the intentional grounding, the sack, and all that, yeah. it came out, reared its ugly head. Ever since the Patriots game in week four where he threw three interceptions, since then he's been pretty good with the ball. He had a couple fumbles against the Texans. That happens. It happens a lot. He had 16 fumbles this year and lost Ooh. five of them. Wow. Yeah, wow. and he runs a lot. So that the decision making, that's the how many negativity yards did he have? Uh he season? had ninety something rushing yards. No, in the season, I mean, but not postseason. Like, uh rushing yards? Yeah. 500. Uh over five hundred, yeah. yeah. He was second right. to Lamar Jackson. That's awesome. Um but sixteen? But only four lost. That's a good five that's, lost. Yeah. Five lost. That, but bad. that's luck. You know, that's yeah, not really that's, it's all the skill or anything. Yeah, that's true. He's so, retired though. Who's <laughs> retired? Look. Oh yeah! That's oh, true. oh okay. my oh, god! god. Okay, that it. was good. Because you and I were both like, "What? <laughs> the fuck? Like Kyler's not retired, and I'm pretty sure Josh Allen isn't." <laughs> Josh Maybe. Allen is retired. He's becoming a shorts model. Oh god! Yeah, he looks great in them. I thought he was going to hand model. You see his hands? They're fucking. Yeah, they mad. can't fit it in the camera lens. They have to oh, zoom god. out too far. Wide angle. Yeah. All right, so your your beat was amazing yeah, impassioned. a little bit of a diatribe there. Give but, me uh, elite. Give me something elite. to uplift right. our listeners. So we went out after the Bills game to watch the next 
playoff game that was on TV, Titans Patriots, and my lead, which I love. This is not my lead. Is watching Bill Belichick have rules used against him. <laughs> Okay, you never mind. This is, this is elite. This I is said elite. the same exact thing when Saban went nuts in the Iron Bowl because Gus Malzahn threw the punter in with the rest of the offense. So yeah. the Alabama guys in the booth saw the punter come in. They're like, okay, they're punting. Send out the punt return team. Auburn lines up in its normal offense just with the punter out at wide receiver. The return team doesn't know what to do, and they take a penalty because they have too many men on the field because they tried to sub in their defense. God. Auburn gets the first down, is able to run out of the clock, towards the Iron Ball. Yeah. Saban loses his mind. Because the only people allowed to be smart in college football, Nick Saban, you know, that's of course. The list. Anybody else using trickery or a, you know, uh, taking advantage of an existing rule, not allowed unless it's Nick Saban, because he has you. to be smarter than you. Yep. You know, of course. Bill Belichick, the same exact way in the NFL. Earlier in the year against the Jets, he noted the loophole in the rules with running time <laughs> off the clock by deliberately taking penalties. And he said, yeah, it's a loophole. It should probably be addressed and should be closed now, if not at the end of the year. Did you see his smile? His little, oh, like, yeah, he's smiling. He, he had that half smile. smile. He loves yeah. doing this because he's got to be the smartest one. Mm-hmm. So his you know, discipline or his disciple, his Padawan, whatever you want to call him, Mike Vrabel, also a smart guy. Oh, Titans boy. are up late in the game with more than five minutes to play. Tannehill gets sacked on third and whatever. They're going to punt. But why punt now? Why not run two extra minutes off the clock while you can? Ingenious. For a what? Losing five or ten yards when you're trying to pin them deep anyway? So, yeah, give us the yards because that'll just give the punter more room to operate to avoid the touchback. So, anyway, the Titans do it. And then for whatever reason, I don't know if this was Bilicek trying to make a point about it, but then he had, I don't know if he deliberately had, but a Patriots player jumped offside. There was a neutral zone infraction. Oh, yeah. Mm -hmm. So, the Titans were able to run two extra minutes off the clock without snapping the ball at all, get the ball back to the Patriots with uh, less time than there was. Still plenty of time because they got the ball with like four minutes and 50 seconds left. You don't even need to run a two-minute offense at that point. Yeah. Uh, so, but I just, and Belichick of course was losing his mind on the sidelines because God forbid anybody else do something smart except for him. You hate to see it, right? You hate, hate to, to see it. it. So do, that was my lead. Do you think, find it ironic that HBO just came out with that art of coaching special yep, the, and H- both the those guys? And Belichick. And yeah. that's what somebody said is like, well, Saban and Belichick could film an episode too. Cause they both got a lot of free time right now. <laughs> oh. <laughs> that is amazing. Oh my God. I love it. I enjoy that lead very much. I have so much to talk about after this. This is great. So that's your lead? That is my lead. All right. Bonk. Welcome back. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah. It's been um, too long. Been too long. Give me your beater lead. Okay. So my, my lead is uh, quick. It's a little bit Homer-ish. Uh, Redskins fan. <sighs> Very dysfunctional. Just above probably the Browns as the second most dysfunctional in the NFL. What would you guys say? Happy uh, Thanksgiving. That would be my response. Happy Thanksgiving. Happy Thanksgiving. Oh my but my lead is actually Shut him. Up. He's Daniel Snyder, who's oh. on the team 20 years. Um, I really like what he's done with Rivera and Jack Del Rio. I think I don't. they're not going to be a, freaking NFL, or a playoff team next year, but I, I say double wins. That goes from three to six. <laughs> Right. So they're six and ten, but I like Ron Rivera higher. I like the Jack Del Rio higher. I think it brings some good stability. I'm not don't like Haskins that much, but both of those are good. But I think they pale in comparison to firing Bruce Allen. I think that's the most important thing that he did. Can I um, can I offer you something real quick? I love both of those hires the best. Can I offer you one more thing? I'm receiving. Take Chase Young and tank this year. Okay, think about it. Get Chase Young and Trevor Lawrence? Just saying. Mm. Ron Rivera That's and Jack Del Rio will be your coaches, and they are going to be phenomenal. 
I do do not fire them after year one, but get your defense and your offense to start two Hall of potential Hall of Famers for the future. Yeah, it's interesting when so when the Dolphins were zero and seven, I believe, before they won a game. Oh my god, um, they won. So they were saying games. tanking for Tua before Tua got hurt, but they were saying um, some of the talking heads were discussing that that actually degrades the locker room and that you're trying to, there are players that are going to be on the roster the next year. So, and look at the dolphins. I mean, they actually have a really good coach and they went four and four down the stretch. Do you think that they've played their hearts out? Do you think that did more for their next season by dropping in the draft than what you're saying and tanking and telling my, my one example lost them Joe Burrow. Yeah. Yeah. I would say I don't, it doesn't matter if you know, the guy who might be your linebacker two years from now, remembers losing on purpose or not. I do not but no no player is going to lose on purpose. So a coach would have to make some stupid idiotic decisions, but there would have to be some sort of agreement between the GM and the coach like, "Hey man, like I don't care if you go 0 and 16, you, you like why did you go for the fourth and 23? Like just just do it. Fourth and 27? Yeah, sorry. <laughs> I was trying not to make it super obvious. Yeah. All right, so um <laughs> Which is not the example, obviously, because they're in the playoffs. Yeah, um, but good team. Um, I, I just feel like Trevor Lawrence is going to be a game changer. Joe Burrow too. is going to be a game changer. I just feel like those are the guys. And Chase Young, going to be a game changer. And you can go back-to-back years and get offensive and defensive captains for the rest of your 15 years from now, let's yeah. say. Why not? Who cares? about? No one's going to be like... Remember when the remember when the Colts got Andrew Luck and God he retired and is ruining my whole argument right now. But like, if if he panned out and stayed in the NFL and won championships, no one would have give a shit about the year they went. What was it? Zero and sixteen? Yeah, but what do you two and fourteen? I think. But that yeah, that was Does one it, year they went from Peyton Manning, Peyton Manning, Peyton Manning, one shitty year, and then and then Andrew Luck. They and were his, gifted Andrew his Luck. Rookie year, they went to the playoffs oh, yeah. and yeah. they've been contenders ever since. No one gives a shit. And I, they were AFC finalists. Yeah. you know they got the banner and the. Oh Lucas Oil Stadium, love AFC that, Finals. They beat Alex Smith and the Chiefs, I think. Oh. What, is Alex Smith coming oh, back for you guys that year? Yeah. yeah. Didn't they? Mm-hmm. Is they Alex did. Smith coming back? Got roasted by the Patriots. Uh, I think he... Or, or they're just being... They're going to no. be nice and kind of just honor honor I, his honor life. His... I read something about him moving upstairs into like uh, player management, scouting. I don't know what. That'd be, but, that'd be great. I mean, that, that'd be a great move. That leg injury is was freakish, you know, and very yeah. hard to come back from. And he's I already haven't seen the video, old. actually. He's going to go, uh, Urban Meyer will take a job maybe next year, and Alex Smith will be on this. He'll be like uh, the kid from the Dallas offensive coordinator. Oh, uh, oh my God. Kellen Moore. Uh, Kellen yeah. Moore, yeah, the face, the yeah. mouth. I want to call him the mouth. But Alex is older than Kellen Moore, so, I mean, he's yeah. – I'm not saying he's prime of it. He seems like he's super cerebral guy. I mean, yeah. Urban Meyer groomed. Yeah. That's cool. No, so the whole point is I think you guys are on the up and up. And either way, you'll be fine. Yeah. Man, either double wins or they. Yeah, you're right. They're double right. double wins puts you in a mediocre quarterback position, unless Haskin is Haskins going to pan out. How do you feel about that? Like it would be really, it would suck to have him have like a slightly below average season because yeah. they're like, oh, well, right, right. He just hangs around. You, you need him. I don't want any injuries, but you need him to fucking get trucked and really suck or blossom because he's yeah, only been a starting quarterback for. One season in college and 
five games in the NFL. Yeah. So maybe he, I don't know. Yep. Yeah. Uh, you start him all 16 games. You start him do all not, 16. You hire somebody to be the backup, but do not do like a Ryan Fitzpatrick and no. bench Haskins in favor. Start right. him all 16 games, and at the end of 16 games, if he's been terrible, great, because you now you've on. got the number one overall pick. If he's awesome, well, now you got your quarterback. Exactly. You yeah. you will know at the end of the year, and exactly, you start him, and guess what? You ride your horse all the way to yep. the end. Give him the whole offseason, yep. OTAs, training yep. camp, taking the first team reps. No excuses. with the offensive line and no all excuses. his receivers yep. and – and if he's that happens. bad, you're right, Hog. I mean, if he if he's not the guy, and they go three wins or less, then, pff, then they're, you, in the, they're in the top five picks. You're again. golden, right? You're you're, you're literally set for you. Yeah. Look at, I mean, I'm not going to compare him to Russell Wilson, but the dude has not lost a game in college. He was a freshman. He's a sophomore. He still hasn't lost a game. He's so good. Yeah. Wait, Russell Wilson was undefeated in college? No, I'm talking. I'm talking Trevor uh, Lawrence. Trevor Lawrence. Oh, 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 yeah. I'm saying like you, yeah. you get someone um, cheap and young, and I'm trying to think of a quarterback that was cheap and has done really well in their rookie contract. Maybe Lamar Jackson, but that's a yeah. I guess it makes sense. I don't know. He's done really MVP, and he's making what five million dollars this year or something. Uh, I think it's like two something. They yeah. did the combined. The average cap hit of the quarterbacks left in the AFC is. Under, under like, four it's or like under five or something. under three, I think. I think under it's three, 2.7. Yeah. The new wave has arrived versus cool. the versus NFC, versus the NFC, which is like 27 or something. Yeah. Huh. Yeah. So all I'm saying is, I don't know, get that rookie. Not to rabbit hole here, but go. You said Trevor Lawrence hasn't lost a game in college. Do you think he loses a game? I, I honestly, Joe Burrow killed my team, and I'm saving this for a little bit later. But, okay. Um, okay. We'll, yep. we'll discuss. We'll, it's fine. We'll, we'll I'm a little verklempt. <laughs> okay, Rhode Island, neither a road nor an island. Discuss. <laughs> Fact. <laughs> All right. I'll, I'll, uh, that was my um, lead. My beat real quick is, so there was two quarterbacks this year that ended their seasons. Their last play was a pick six. And those two quarterbacks were famous Jameis Winston. <laughs> yep. You mean one of one? And I'll let Fab tell the other one. Oh, come on. He oh. knows this. Uh, it's in his yes. division. Tom Brady. Tom <laughs> Brady. So the GOAT and famous Jameis Winston. Oh, I thought you were going to say the GOAT and Tom Brady. <laughs> <laughs> I see what you did there. Wait, you're saying he's the greatest of all time? Well, he, I, I'm Jameis one of one. In lieu of Gigi's absence, we have to at least talk about Jameis for a second. We he, would be remiss if we did not. Gigi would right. not. I know this is a week ago. This is old news. But he is the first 30-30 man in NFL history. In baseball, that means 30 home runs, 30 stolen bases to be eclipsed by 40-40. But he had 30 picks and I think 32 touchdowns. I think, yeah, 32. Will he be the first 30-30-30 man? $30 million a year, Ooh. 30 picks, 30 touchdowns. Bruce Arians did not sound very high on Jameis no, in his other year pressers. He does not. He was a Cardinals coach, right? He yeah. does not pull any punches, which upsets a lot of the When you're getting talked shit about, right. it pisses them off. I saw a lot of the players would like bitch by the car. Tyron Matthew. Other people like, oh, he's sandbagging, blah, blah, blah. He, they, he will not respond well to that. I guarantee you. Mm-hmm. I guarantee you. Oh, 5,000 yards. Crazy. 32 touchdowns. I think that was second in the NFL and last in picks. 30 interceptions. That is, that is, as I said, they, uh, ESPN has to do a 30 for 30 <laughs> on the entire season. Cause how can you not? And, it's made for TV. And Tom ended his season in the similar fashion. Hopefully All, his career. 
<laughs> no, where did? Oh, uh, never mind. I yeah. have so much I want to say. Yeah, for, yeah that was for a great segment. That was great. I almost made that my elite. That was great. It, it, was, it was almost my elite. It was yeah. like just the fact that you got to respect it. And uh, he's like, I feel like I'm just out here balling. You know? Oh my god! Well, you're talking about the you're talking about the lead of Jameis Winston or Tom Brady throwing the pick six. I guess it would be a backdoor beat, but I just think it's funny that. Tom Brady, the greatest of all time, ends his season on a pick six. Yeah. And Jameis Winston, the laughing stock or the happy stock of his Gigi, uh, who's his favorite player, I think, isn't it? Yeah. Famous Jameis. Yeah. I think Gigi's ordering a Jameis jersey right yeah. now. Yeah. He, I mean, he says that's the best part of his entertainment for the week is Jameis on Sundays. When he threw that pick six to end the overtime, he was probably the happiest person. It was Christmas. <laughs> it was Christmas for him. He was so happy. Did he open that game pick six, or was that the game before? It was the first pass game of the game. Yeah. His first game of the season, his first pass attempt was a pick six. Was that against the Arizona Football Cardinals? First game of the season? Oh, you're talking about the of his like of, rookie year? No, of this uh, year. Oh, this year, this year. Right? I think he had a pick six in his very first start ever, and then the first pass this year was a pick six, last yeah. one pick six. The classic pick six sandwich. <laughs> so he really threw like 39 touchdown passes this year with an asterisk. Did you, you yeah. the one that told me this, right? The leading tacklers for Mike Evans and Chris Godwin? For the, uh, for the offense leading, no, no, the leading tackler was the, their own, oh, yeah. op- their own opposing end zone. See <laughs> through so many pick sixes. Oh God! It just blew snot. Oh, crazy out. legs. Uh, was it, he- their own end zone had more tackles than it was. Uh, Godwin and then Evans right now. God, crazy enough. When I told Gigi and I think Hog this, but on the NFL subreddit a year ago, when the Bucks hired Bruce Arians. Guy said, Jameis will go for 5,000 yards, 32 touchdowns, 30 interceptions next year. He literally fucking he called, called that. Who, who did this? Some guy on Reddit. It's timestamped. You can see it. Wow. It's from, it is legit. It's like 360-something days ago. God, You, you know how like, like hot it. takes? People were like, give me your hot take. Uh, Fox NFL pregame does this, right? Like, What's your uh, what's your prediction? What's your, what do they call it? Like crazy prediction or something, yeah. you know? Um, this dude provided that prediction, which... Everyone, I'm assuming, was like, that's the dumbest thing I've ever right. seen. Right. You have in my to be life. nuts because to throw 30 interceptions, you have to be god awful. God awful. You also Why have you... to play a lot to do yeah. that. And like anybody else would get benched. But to throw 5,000 yards, 32 touchdowns, and 30 interceptions is like, wait, what? He's balling, dude. I'm, I'm balling. I just got to stop throwing the ball to the other team. <laughs> Quote, unquote. Quote. Famous Jameis. Um, I love it. All right. Well, that's Beater Lee. How do we feel about this beer? I'm not going to lie. I'm a little I'm a little drunk. Yeah. It's it's a grapefruit flavored, but it's very mild, um, which I've said on previous segments, men's bland, but you don't want like too much fruit when you're, I don't know. It's freaking good, man. Yeah. It's, just, it's so easy to drink, and that's the problem. Like, I finished this. What, you call that 500 milliliters. Can we, can we? Switch that to our American listeners. What would this be? How many ounces is this? Oh, public math. It's got to be 16, right? Yeah. Based on know, the general size of the can. Yeah. It looks like a Coors Light tall boy. Yeah, relative right. to this, which would be about 12, and that's 350. Yeah, it looks like a t- the tall boys. Bud Light yeah. does a Coors Light. Yeah, whatever. so it's super easy to drink. You finish it ridiculously fast. It's not like a, a Truly. It's better, well, I think. It's, we- it's two Trulys packed into the same amount of volume it's fan fucking tastic yeah so if you guys have an asian market at your house or near your house 
not at your house. That's stupid. Job if, you have opportunity. A, if you have an Asian market near your house, check the, check this out. They're called Chew Highs. Was it C-H-U-H-I? They're Nick, good. Nicknamed Choo Choo's, like a Choo Choo train. Choo Choo. Because yeah. you normally, if you're an American in Japan, you drink these on the train. You about ready to crack these uh, second flavor? Yeah. Can you introduce the next one for us? Yeah. So this one is also a nine percenter, but it's the 350 milliliters. So normal 12 ounce, actually I think 375. So this is probably 11 and a half ounces or something weird. But this is a lemon choo choo, um, also uh, smuggled from Japan. Well, not smuggled. Uh, carried over. I was gonna say, how did you sneak it in? The business trip. The business trip. This legally obtained. His his prison. Legally. Yeah. No, there was customs stickers on on the stuff. So, want to crack them? Let's crack them and drink them, boys. Mm, yummy. Okay, so the lemon, when I first had these many, many years ago, was not my favorite flavor, but now it's actually definitely the best, I think. Ooh. We'll rate at the end. Oh, man, God. that's good. Memories. So refreshing. Let's throw something at something. Is that the next step here? Let's. All right. Let's do that. Bonk, you ready? Yeah. All right, here we go. Let me get in position. Oh, man. oh my God. I know exactly where that hit. Is that Southern Illinois? Southern Illinois, yeah. Ooh, the Salukis? The Could Salukis. be close to Hannibal, Missouri. Sorry, I, I would normally check, but I'm on the opposite side today. No, I think that was... Yeah. I think that was closer. It looked like Evansville, Indiana. Today. Evansville, Indiana. All right, we'll go yeah. with that. Do we, 23 restaurant is there. Do we have a guess on the theme? Oh, we're going to do that later. We're going to do that later. Let's do it now before he looks at it. Yeah. Maybe. Evansville, Indiana. That's like the heart of basketball country. Mm. I don't know. Would it be like I saw you at the YMCA or we were watching the Hoosiers game together at Applebee's? Yeah. I'd like to get my ball in your hoop. It's like, yeah, 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 exactly. Overt basketball, basketball sex, even. Yeah, yeah, there we go. Yeah. Okay. I, I like that. We're, we're ready to go. Balls and hoops. Yeah. All right, Fab. Uh, so we talked about the Bills. We I, did. I, I'm not going to kind of beat that dead horse. I am going to bring up another uh, fact of the game. Would you rather lose like Oklahoma did? I'll bring up my team. Yeah. Get crushed. Or we may have talked about this before. I'm not 100% sure. Or would you rather lose like the Bills did recently. You've been a Bills fan a lot longer than I've been an Oklahoma fan, so I know it sucks. I'm, I'm, I apologize, but right. it's a well, valid, I mean, valid question. I had an 18-year head start. I was a Bills fan from the day I was born. You were an Oklahoma fan from when you stepped on cam- uh, campus. So yeah, so what? Roughly that? an 18-year head start for me. <laughs> You're talking about uh, three months ago when I stepped on campus? I thought you were born there. Yeah. <laughs> No, the question remains, would you rather be blown out in the very beginning? Some guy throws seven touchdown passes in the first half, and you're like, well, we lost this game, sweet. Or get to overtime and lose at the very end. It's tough because the Bills game was an emotional roller coaster. People use that a lot, but this one literally was. Yeah, that's the point. I I had to kneel a couple of times during the game because I couldn't just, I could not believe what was going on. Yeah. I was standing the whole time. My heart was beating out of its chest. I talked to my dad. He watched the game alone at home. And at one point during the overtime, the Bills made a play, I think, when they picked up a first down. And he literally, in his words, fist bumped so hard that he hurt his shoulder. Yeah. No, I mean, that's... Like, the emotion is real. Yeah, that's what a fan does. When you get blown out, it's easy to be like, okay, well, yeah, now it's over. I don't have to pay attention. The close loss, it keeps you in 
for the whole time and you get like the highs and the adrenaline rushes of the big plays that make you think you're on your way to winning and then yeah. it's just so much worse when you lose. Yeah, absolutely. So I would I guess I would take at the end it's not as bad when you get blown out cuz you're you've already accepted it. Yeah. The Bills game I was upset with the way it ended and very disappointed in the way they played, but by the end of it I was I was kind of at peace with it. I was like, we don't even deserve to be here in overtime. I was like, those two plays, like, again, like I said it with Josh Allen, it was like, those are so dumb. We had no business winning this game. We almost lucked our way into it. Uh, but it was entertaining to watch, at least for 45 of the 60 minutes of regulation. Yeah, it's tough. It's hard because everyone talks shit. I wear my Oklahoma gear all the time because I don't care. Right. Like, whatever. It sucks, but I'm still going to rep my team. But the amount of people that have talked shit, you know, like, oh, man, your team fucking sucks. I'm like, that's fine. But so during the game, I'd rather be blown out. But the aftermath, it, everyone was talking to you like, man, man, I was really rooting for you. For me, they're like, hey, your team got murdered on live TV. Yeah. I'm like, sick. Like, I don't fucking want to hear that either. So what about the future, though? Like, the Bills were so close. It's more promising for the next season to be like, we were freaking one, a couple of plays away three points away from advancing to the second round of the playoffs as opposed to like, wow, we were out of fish out of water. We were supposed to be here. We lost by 40. Yeah. yeah it is encouraging um, to think like, as opposed to be like, Jesus Christ, we can't get out of our own way. We are terrible. We don't belong on the same stage as these teams to be like, Hey, we almost beat that team. And we did a lot of idiotic things along the way. And we're still there at the very end. So if we improve, we can definitely win. Uh, the most encouraging thing I read today, which actually made me feel a whole lot better, is does anyone remember the playoffs last year and how terrible uh, Lamar Jackson was? Yeah. Yeah, the Chargers beat destroyed them. him. In yeah. Baltimore, if I Yep. Yeah. Blew him out. One of the worst performances in uh, postseason history. They were, you know, the debate was whether they should have pulled him out of the game or not, you know? Yeah. Do you let him go back in for the second half? And now look at him, you know? Obviously, he got MVP. a lot better over the offseason. Super Bowl favorite MVP. Yeah. So that is like, you know what? Because Josh Allen, he does learn from his mistakes. I'm not saying that he's going to be Lamar Jackson next year or even be a good quarterback, but he has shown improvement over the course of the season. And at least, like, if this game didn't teach him anything, then he's, you know, there's no way he's ever going to get it because he can't do what he did and expect to win. And he hadn't done that since week four. And we had beaten some decent teams along the way and enjoyed the best season in over 20 years for the bills. Yeah. And then it all just went away in 10 minutes. I honestly think you guys have a really bright future. I know Josh Allen's going to improve. You know what? The team. I sure hope so. That defense doesn't seem like it's going away either. No, it doesn't. And the Patriots on the decline, possibly no Tom Brady. That'd be amazing for you guys. Dolphins are going to dolphin. I mean, you guys are good. We'll see. We'll see. Mm. All right, mm. Matt. Well, uh, you got some work ahead of you, my friend. Evansville, Indiana. All right, let's do it. Bonk. It, home of Mattingly, twenty-three. That was one of my favorite players. I do not like the Yankees. Sorry, ZJ Seabone, <laughs> but Mattingly was one of my favorite baseball players when I was a little kid. That's where he's from, and he has a, <clears throat> a restaurant there called Mattingly Twenty-Three. So maybe if it was maybe there's a Mattingly Twenty-Three reference in Three Beers. Maybe that would be. Awesome. Yeah. I'd love that. Donnie baseball, buddy. All right, Bonk. We got to talk about something. I I just want to know your opinion 
Okay. On and Fab might have a little thing, something to say about this, but interject there. It was awesome. So four playoff games this weekend. Yeah. Two go to overtime. Okay. And guess what we got was four winning teams. I think ties during the regular season are socialist. Yep. Yep. I do should not, not happen in football. Why? Why are they doing that? Why? I mean, it's only so. I'm going to throw a number out there. I bet you there's 1.25 ties a season. Every once in a while, you get two. So I would say it's closer to like 0.8. Okay, so we'll call it yeah, we'll call whatever. It one tie, a one season. tie a season. What the fuck are we doing? Yeah, like why don't and what they do in the playoffs is play another quarter, right? Yep. And I know that the taxing on the bodies. Well, don't you think that the players and the fans both would rather see another quarter of overtime football than four flipping? preseason games I, I don't know why the nfl did this but a couple years back they went from 15 minutes in the overtime to 10 yep and um and the playoffs you keep the original format it's 15 minutes three time out i don't know why they've done it and since i'm sure there's some statistics guy can tell me but the amount of ties have gone up a little bit maybe um since they've dropped the time down wh- why people want to see the extra five minutes. That's right. extra ad revenue. That's extra. That is so un NFL. It's so un American. Why don't people like soccer besides the lack of scoring? Because no one wants to see a tie. No one wants. It's, it's not terrible, satisfying. Dude. And there's only 16 games your team plays. NFL's too progressive to have this archaic, archaic policy. And the thing that would happen. Okay. So say that, they they evolve from this, so they change it and let them play another quarter, another quarter. So say they end up playing eight quarters. Yeah. Then they change it, just like baseball changed it when they had that eighteen inning All Star game and they were having catcher's pitch and everything like yeah. that. They they changed. So like if this doesn't work, if they go to a an eight quarter game, which isn't fucking gonna happen. Yeah. Like oh man, everyone wants to see a winner at the end. So Fab and I were talking today, okay, about overtime, and everyone wants the college. Rule, right? Which I love that idea. I love that both teams get the ball, but normally in the NFL, you want to receive the ball. 52%, 51%, whatever. You're going to win the game. Not defer, like Dak Prescott? <sighs> oh, you got his. Yeah. yeah, too soon, too soon. Um, no, so, <laughs> but the college rules, strangely enough, Fad told me that the person, maybe you can... Give me the quote real quick. Okay, so the argument against the NFL system right now is that the coin toss gives you an unfair advantage because you get the ball first, score a touchdown, you win. Yes. In the NFL, if you win the coin toss in overtime, you win 52% of the time. In college, if you win the coin toss and you get to pick when you go, i.e. choose to go on offense second, you win 54% of the time. Because if the team you know, gets a turnover or something, you can kick an easy field goal, or if they only kick a field goal, a you touchdown. know that you've got the field goal there in your back pocket, you go for the touchdown, you know. Yeah. You know what you need to do when you're on defense first. But so, so there's not a huge disparity, right? It's 52 you, to 54. Right. But Fab, did you come up with this? or I, did, I wish I had come up with this. But okay. a guy on Twitter had the, a very interesting take on the way to fix NFL over time. Listen to this. This is amazing. And I'm not going to – like the better in you is going to just eat this up. He better copyright this. This is amazing. Both coaches meet at the 50-yard line. <laughs> at the end of regulation, beginning of overtime, and they bid on where they'll take the ball relative to their own goal line. Whoever has the ball, whoever puts in the bid that's closer to their own goal line gets the ball first. So, you know, uh, Coach A comes out and is like, I'll take it at my 20. Coach B comes out and is like, I'll take it at my 14. 
Coach A has to counterbid closer to his own goal line to start with. Wow. That is so awesome. <laughs> Can you imagine like what Belichick would do? <laughs> It start. He would come out first bid one yard. Yeah, that's line. right. He'd look him dead in the eye and be like, "I'm gonna big dick you one yard <laughs> line. We're going 99 yards, motherfucker." And then he's like, <sighs> "Dude, it'd be amazing." And how awesome in that, is that so in that would first score win? I, I think first score has to win. I think so. Yeah, yeah. First score has to win. Ooh, man, it wouldn't you not want get inside the five because then safety becomes exactly right? uh, becomes a player. Yeah, so. Would it, I think you'd have to flip a coin to see who gets the bid for something to start it. Because if they, if they, the standard oh, was yeah, started at twenty five, then you just figure out oh, right, and then Price is Right rules, and the guys like 25, 24, 23, You know, right? Yeah, yeah. So you have to have a coin flip to figure out who gets to bid first. Well, I'll, or I'll not, take the, I'll take the or bid you first. Just, there's like a minimum amount that you have to up your bid by. You know, like yeah. if some guy says the thirty, you can't say the twenty nine. You got to say the twenty five or the yeah. twenty. I think know? it's a great system though. there's there's tactical there's like tactics involved in that you know right and it depends on what the makeup of your team is too you know like if you're a very very good defense you might not be willing to do anything past the 50 you know yeah but if you have an amazing offense that you're confident in you'd be like yeah we'll take it under 10 yeah i love it man that is so much better than the bullshit that we have now I, just, it's I mean, stupid. You, you, you're a Cardinals fan. You were yeah. at that Lions-Cardinals game this I year. I was there. Which was our only tie in the NFL this year. It yep. was. Yes, you're right. I mean, it was a win for you guys because you weren't supposed to be good this year. But I would have appreciated it as a Cardinals fan with draft if we lost. Because <laughs> now the Lions get the fucking third pick in the draft. Yeah. And it could have been us. Yeah, Matt Stafford has back problems. You know what I did? I bet the over-under at the beginning of the season, five wins. So the Cardinals, I bet 100 bucks, they'd get over five wins. I pushed. I got my hundred bucks back. So uh, I'm five and ten and one. Yeah, five, ten, and one. Yeah, okay. Um, and so we were playing. I think it was the Rams last game of the season. I could have won. I think it was one hundred and ten. So I I would have won ninety dollars. I'm such an idiot. I would have won ninety dollars, and I would rather my team lose than jump to. They're at eight now. Then jump to twelve in the draft order or whatever it was. It would have dropped them four spots. I, I, I'm yeah. not like wealthy. I'm. I'm not. I would <laughs> rather my team lose and just draft better. Because yeah. I spend a hundred and fifty dollars in tickets. I buy. I buy a jersey every year. I. I you I don't had, care. You had to fly in from Reno. Yeah. Yeah. I don't. I. I'd rather my team draft better. I don't and care. The worst thing is, is, after it's high, how are you supposed to feel? Happy? Uh, sad? I felt. It's mediocre. I felt great. You know? I felt great after that game because we were getting our ass kicked, and Kyler Murray came Can't, back yeah. and smoked the Lions. He did. He scored two touchdowns, one two-point conversion. Our defense dropped the most easy interception of all time when Matt Stafford threw it to our DB at his own 30 of all time. We would have won the game. Yeah, but you're watching an end of a 24, I'm dating myself, Jack Bauer, 24 episode. Uh, And it's to be continued. That's my favorite show of all time. I fucking love that show. But then you don't get to see the end. It's fucking bullshit. Yeah, At least in that, you get to see the end of the next Sunday. But. Why 10 minutes? Why Why the fuck did we do that, NFL? Why did we go from 15 to 10? Because we're going to tax our players too much. Oh, how oh about is that we a take, CBA thing? How about we take away two, all four preseason games? Preseason is fucking garbage. It's, it's useless. You, side Wait. note, do you bet preseason? Oh, yeah. Oh, okay. God. Game, it's, game, yeah. <laughs> game three. I bet game three. Only game three. Oh, it's so, I, God damn it. You, you know what? Um, 
I think you're right. It's useless. I don't know why they changed it. But I think, um, I, th- I don't know how to fix it. So I hate bitching about something, and I don't know a proper solution. I do think college, <laughs> excuse me, I think college has the right way to do it because you get an equal chance. I like that. I like that. I like equal chances as well. Yeah. I don't like, you know what I like is Drew Brees not touching the ball. I don't like when you like that comes in and throws this lucky bomb to Adam Thielen. What are you talking about? And then and then a fade pass. Oh my god. Can we talk about we haven't talked about the Saints. Can Kirk we talk Redskins about the Saints? Cousin? Can we talk about the Saints getting screwed three years in a row? Lost on a walk off? That sucks. That that's a curse. Th- what, thirteen and three? I think one of those Bourbon Street palm readers put a fucking curse on them or something. Because <laughs> they're <laughs> Drew Brees is in San Diego because he doesn't live in fucking Louisiana. Drew Brees played poorly that game. You know who played really well? Kirk D. Cousin. I was going to say another quarterback that is on the Saints. Oh, yeah. Timmy Smith or whatever the fuck his name is. <laughs> Taysom Hill? Taysom Yeah, Hill. that guy. His stat line was incredible. He had, like, rushing, receiving, passing. He, he was on every— Didn't he's he, on he sp- like, return he a kick a or something? Bomb. No, no, he didn't—he re- turned a kick for, a, a, like, 40 yards. He caught a touchdown pass. He threw a touchdown pass. Both over 20. One was 50 yards. One was 20 yards. He is on every single play. I'm not saying he's going to win the game. I'm not saying he's not Drew Brees. I, I just, I don't, you could, at no right point in your mind, you're pulling Drew Brees for Taysom Hill, but he had the spark. He, every run was aggressive. Every throw was, cal- everything was amazing. And you see Drew Brees come in the game. And he, he fumbles this ball where he, his, his thumb is hurt. I don't, I don't know. They had a lot of pressure on him. But, I mean, I'm not defending. I'm kind of defending. I mean, they they had their number. Shit. They had their – it was a – I mean, good for them. But guess who loves that is the other two NFC teams. Oh, yeah. Well, not so much Green Bay because they play Seattle, and I would be afraid to play Seattle. I would. They yeah. are – they're the kings of close games. Russell Wilson, I don't bet against. Him and Aaron Rodgers are the old guard. They're the only two old players left in the NFL right now. Like the older, yeah, you know, no, higher right. caliber players. If I'm Green Bay, I'm pissed. I wanted Minnesota. Yeah. If I'm San Francisco, I'm it's ecstatic. I'm so, so excited. What's that line? Six? I think it's like six. Yeah, I think it's six and a half. Six? Uh, I'm, I'm hammering that all day. And I'll be on freezing cold takes. That's fine. I don't care. But like... They have rested, they are healthy, and they are scary. The NFC West is nasty. Mm-hmm. Dude, I, that Seattle-Green Bay game is going to be so awesome. It's going to be snowing. It's going to be gross. I can't wait. I can't wait. I'm thinking, yeah, I'm going to hammer the under in that game. Hammer it? Yeah. Hammer and wait for a communist, gross, 3-0 to game. <laughs> I'm thinking more like 17 to I, I thought you were going to say four. And I was like, no, that is a neat score. A couple safeties. <laughs> Two safeties. Yeah, no big deal. Nobody um, knows what's going on. Public chaos. math is working. Yeah. All right. All right. All right. All right. Well, uh, how how's this beer? By beer, I mean Chuhai Strong Lemon, 9% zero something. I, I do enjoy it, but the grapefruit takes the cake for me so far. So earlier I said I liked this more. I was wrong. Grapefruit was so much better than this. This is very, like, sweet almost somehow. It has a stronger lemon flavor than the grapefruit. Yeah. Has grapefruit. I would say, like I said, grapefruit kind of reminded me of Sprite. This one reminds me of one that's even more lemon line. I don't know if this is dating myself or if you guys even get this, but Squirt. 
So you th- you're going to date you're going to date yourselves to us. That's good. Yeah. <laughs> Cuz I used to drink it at my grandparents' house, but squirt that's what I get. <laughs> oh, got it. The smell from uh the it, strong lemon. It's got a little squirt esque squirt essence. I wonder if there's going to be some squirts on these misconnections. Oh my god. I can't wait. So we've talked about misconnections. We've talked about our beats and leads. Are we missing anything? We don't have a jeej today. We don't have locks. Can we do a con- collaborative lock of the week for Jeej? All of us will pick one, or should we text the Jeej? I think we should get a live text from the Jeej. Yeah, we could try FaceTime. Oh, right wanna... I'll try to text him right now. Yeah. Okay, well, um, let's do the Jeej lock of the week by collective. In absentia. Oh. He's indisposed, My so God. we got together as a group, and we all unanimously agreed in private rooms the same thing. We're going to give you one lock of the week, so we're not going to give you like a parlay or nothing crazy. Are we talking Are we talking money line or are we talking spread? Spread. 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 Okay, cool. So the Jeej consensus lock of the week. The Jeej. I, uh, Seahawks plus four. Russell plus Wilson four. on the road. Yeah, hammer it now, boys. Russell Wilson and Lambeau plus four. Marshawn Lynch, he's he's back. Beast mode is back. Yeah, beast mode's back. Keep in mind, Russell Wilson did play college football in the state of oh, Wisconsin. Oh, nice Pack of Badgers for a year because he, he told he wouldn't start his senior year at NC State. <laughs> right? What a donkulous. So many teams passed on that man, and he is. Who was the guy that was started in lieu of Russell Wilson? Was that G- Kobe Brissett? He was NC State, but maybe a little young. Nah, that will, he would have. He'd be too far behind him. Uh, that's a good one. That's a. I want to say it's the guy who was really tall and was a backup on the Patriots for a little while. Hmm. Uh, I don't remember a really tall, like really I mean, tall white man who looks good in shorts. He doesn't look good in shorts. Different team, um, same division. I don't know. It's not Brock Osweiler, but it's a name that, for whatever oh. reason, reminds me of that. Is Brock uh, still in the league? Where is he gone? <laughs> I think he's trying out for an XFL team. Oh my god, that started I think preseason or. They had their draft already. Yeah, my well, my Twitter was blowing up with like passes, and so I don't know what's happening. But Kellen Moore might jump from OC to God, Kellen Moore with his gaping mouth hole. <laughs> you hate Kellen Moore's I mouth. Just, uh, his face. Oh, no, was that Ar- Ryan Mallett? Was that Arkansas or was that? NC I think State? that's Arkansas. Fuck yeah. Tannehill, Arkansas. Ryan Mallett, Arkansas. No, Tannehill was A and M, right? Oh, he was. Okay. All right. All right. I gotta look it up now. We could just say it's unknowable. It's unknown at this time. <laughs> it will never be known. Who who is the Steelers quarterback? I'm drawing a blank. Not Roethlisberger, but I was like, that, what? That, uh, Duck Duck Hodges? No, <laughs> before him. The guy that got hit the face <laughs> head pin. What do you hate more, Mason Rudolph's face or oh, Kellen Moore's uh, mouth? Ke- Kellen Moore's mouth. <laughs> Listeners, look up Kellen Moore, Cowboys, and look at his mouth. It is an awkward. I don't know if it's oblique. It cannot be worse than Mason's face. Have you seen his mouth? (laughs) Look at, is it, you know what resting bitch face is? RBF. We need a term for Kellen Moore. Oh, Mike Lennon. Oh. Oh. NC State. What a champion. Former (laughs) Tampa Bay Buccaneers. We need to figure out who that coach was. What an idiot. 
Idiot. Well, good for Wisconsin fans. I mean, Russell Wilson. Yeah, that worked out all right. Yeah, now Mike Glennon Wisconsin almost got a huge contract too, though. He he got a decent one. Not to be confused with Sean Glennon, who was a Virginia Tech guy and journeyman Buccaneers. Sean Glennon. Wait, but he was in Buccaneers too? Because Mike Glennon was a Bucks, right? He was a Buck quarterback. Glennon was a Buck. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. But he, he almost went to the Bears. I think he some team. He almost almost got a giant contract for. I can't remember who it was. It was a couple years back. I think he played for the Cardinals actually at one point. He's been around a lot, He's considering how young he is. Like what he was in training camp with the Raiders and then made the team yeah. over Nathan Peterman. <laughs> oh my god! Six picks, six picks. Not Pete. to be confused, pick six. Not different guys. Very important yeah. distinction. Nathan Peterman was throwing pick sixes before Jameis made it cool. Yeah. <laughs> All right, so we need Kellen Moore. Face name like resting bitch face Kellen Moore O mouth or something I don't know look it up you'll love it it's great nice enough guy really smart but uh, God I knew I think that's a future TB two poster okay yeah similar to Ghost oh guys let's talk about that um we'll do twenty five bucks so we offered a hundred dollars last episode right to the guy we we said his name we said his Twitter handle he never responded so how about this this week. We'll give half of his pay to someone that can think of a good, uh, send us a good poster of Kellen Moore and his crazy face and or a term to use for it. Resting bitch face, Kellen Moore, something. Meeting your girlfriend's parents oh for the first time. Oh my God, look, look, look. Oh my God. Is that is it meeting your girlfriend's parents for the first time face? <laughs> what did you Google to oh, get that? I just kill Kellen Moore face. <laughs> just Google Kellen Moore face and then send something funny to us. You win $50, and we'll put your poster on our Twitter feed. Awesome. That is so awesome. Kellen Moreface, at 3 Beers 2 uh, Instagram, Twitter. That's amazing. $50. Uh, the winner will make 50 bucks. It's great. And then uh, what else we got? What else we got? Let's do something else this week for the listeners. Um, how about this? Predictions for wild card. Or no, divisional, divisional round weekend. Round. Right. If you go on our Twitter handle and post all four winners, you get one chance. Post all four winners. Uh, we'll give you another fifty bucks, right? So someone that posts all four winners, uh, just type out uh, Vikings, whatever, blah, blah blah, and we'll give you fifty bucks. Yeah. Post why not? all. Post what you think all four winners will be. No spreads, just money line. That's easy. Yeah, straight and up winners. Straight up winners, and uh, fifty bucks to you. Uh, Venmo, Cash App, whatever you want. Let us know. And then the Kellen Moore face. That's amazing. I love that. Hey, Hog, I gotta ask this. So, yes. is your vendetta or hostility towards Kellen based upon the Fiesta Bowl 2000. We're not going to talk about any vendettas or hostilities or faces. It's fine. To the Statue of Liberty play Fiesta Bowl 2007. That's not... Kellen Moore was on that team? No. That was... uh, He was the dude that the running back got married right after. Yeah, he proposed to his girlfriend. Oh, that was him? No, no, no. I really hate the quarterback that doesn't have a job anymore. But I think maybe your hostility went to Boise State. Boise State beat your alma mater, where you're from. And you I just dumb to have a blue born and field. raised for thirty years. Dumb and- to have a blue field. All right, that's terrible. Blue Mountain State. I think it's what makes college football great. Uh, okay, very well. Just kidding. I'm deleting all of this. Jared Zabransky. Zabransky. Okay, that was actually a really cool play, by the way. The best part was the announcer calling the game. I'm not gonna lie, it was amazing. But- Damn you. All right. I actually didn't care about the team back then, so it's fine. Yeah. All right. Beep. Screw screw you guys.
Um, what are we doing here? All right, Fab, I think it's your turn. I think so. Should we crack the last, uh, the American answer to the Japanese chew highs? Oh, yes. Oh. Uh, Bonk, what's the last one we got? Let me, I let me, went, let me snag this. Hold so on. we had two Japanese chew highs, and uh, we needed a third beer for three beers, too. And so I bought some crazy seltzers because everyone's heard about Trulies and uh, White Claw. So this is something I don't even know what I bought. But it is called Seek Out. Um, I don't know. Which is probably the worst name of all time. We've had some of these before. I what? remember the Seek Out brand name. Not this flavor, but we have had because they have like a cucumber something. Yes, I almost bought that one, but yeah. this one's more in line with the Chew Highs. Right. And it's zero it says zero percent sugar, so or zero sugars. It's it, it's made by Two Towns Cider House. So uh, Seek Out must just be the name of the beers or whatever you want to call it. Yeah. Raspberry and Meyer lemon. Mm. I'm glad they went with Meyer lemon, because regular lemon fucking sucks. <laughs> Did you get these from Heine? He's a big fan. Seltz. Huge Seltz guy. <sighs> All right, crack them, boys. That, that hits strong God, smell. That, that hits you hard. Mm. It's got apple wine in it. Mistakes mm. <laughs> were made. I'm just kidding. It's really good. Um, <laughs> and now it's time for misconnections. Connections from the great city of evansville indiana first one from uh, washington slash luge or lug i don't know how it's pronounced uh stress relief is the title <laughs> any dl guys need some stress relief tonight everything kept discreet i like okay i like this one um not what's, a misconnection what's straight a up sex ad but what's dl uh down low so keep it on the down low like but he already said discretion Right, so that's what... Uh, oh, it's double discretion. Yeah. Yeah, got it. So this is like, you know, maybe the uh, father who's not feeling satisfied at home and is very stressed out. I was literally going to say that. Or, you know, somebody in the high social standing, maybe a school superintendent or chief you, of police. Do you have them sign a non-disclosure agreement? Yeah. Ah, okay. NDAs are common in this practice, from what I've read online. So they come out, they expose you, be like, but guess what? I got this non-disclosure agreement right. you owe me seven you're not gonna get to squeeze these stress balls until you sign the nda it's just deals a deal deals a deals a deal like a blows a blows a blow right all right uh, kind of blow. Oh, never mind. this one from evansville looking for steve b Ooh. i was working in the area this past summer and staying in a hotel you would come to my room to get some stress relief I am now back in the area and hoping to reconnect for some M2M fun. Here tonight and hoping you see this. I tried to email you, but it didn't go through. Okay. Steve Ballmer? Yeah, obviously. That guy looks like he knows how to party. Yeah. Yeah. So what I'm thinking is this guy comes up to the room, you know, does his thing to this guy. What a great deal, right? Like you, you go to your hotel, you're like, oh, bro's going to come up here and help me out. No questions asked. Yeah, it's probably listed on the amenity list for the hotel. Or like, we got a great, uh, you know, room service menu. Yeah, twenty four hour gym, pool, hot tub, and stress relief on demand. Yeah, so <laughs> extra mouthwash. In also, here. we have HBO. <laughs> <laughs> do pe- do hotels still say they have cable? 
uh, oh, the breath, neon, the if neon you have light. like a marquee out front with the letters that you <laughs> yep. just place, yeah. If it's an electronic sign, no, it's implied that you have TV. But yeah, if it's but, a marquee, yeah, it's like cable, and then it's either ESPN or HBO. But HBO is less letters. It, yeah. It's cheaper to yeah. God, do people still sell like uh, pornos on the? Remember the hotels? Like the joke back in the day was like you 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 buy it, it goes to charge your room, and you you know backdoor sluts nine on your. Or tab Never is that a thing? That's not a thing, right? Never heard of it. <laughs> I mean, I, there are hotels who still do it, and it is kind of fun to just peruse the menu to see what kind of uh, titles they have for these feature films because they're pretty funny what they have. So this is a funny story. My father-in-law listens to this ep- th- this series, so this is great. I I was at his house. I was uh, looking for ESPN, and I was hitting the page up button instead of the up button, so I was jumping like multiple channels, right? So I went to the like extreme pornographic channels at one yeah. point. And um, so I got to, it, he's on Dish or whatever it was, and I got up to the crazy, the crazy porn. And it was like, like Granny Blows, like Dallas or something. It was like Granny, Ugh. it was crazy. Like, And I, so I was like, well, I'll search. And he's laughing. He's behind me laughing. And I start going to the right, and it gets, uh, you know, 1 p.m., uh, 1 a.m., 2 a.m. It gets crazier and crazy. Like, I can't believe that. You have the internet. You can turn your Bluetooth off. You can go any. Key. It's free. Yeah. Step number one, secure all Bluetooth. <laughs> but I just can't believe that peep, that's still on, like, uh, cable access TV. Like, that's a thing. Well, some people aren't as technology savvy as others, you know? And they're uh, like, that, they're- that's why I pay for Dish Network, so I have 800 <laughs> channels. 300 of which so are porn. Gummy, gumless God. grandma or toothless grandma does Dallas or something. Are there that many? Okay. It was a, it was aggressive too. It was aggressive. It was amazing. Hot take are those porn channels that you have to pay for. Are those the original microtransactions that we've seen prolific in the gaming community now? I think they it's would like do better. Because then you, you pay for cable or Dish or DirecTV, whatever yep. it is, and then it's like extra things on top. Oh, yep. Same thing today. You pay for a game, and then you have to pay more money inside of it. All right. Give me the next one. All right. Uh, from Princeton, Indiana, Kitty Care. I'm looking for a female that is in need of their kitty being licked. WM, your pick gets mine. I wish Bubbles what? was here. No, because it's a groom. He's grooming cats. Yeah. Oh. He's oh. like, oh, your cat has, you know, a mangled mess of hair that it needs and it is allergic to fur balls or Didn't whatever. Didn't he say licked? Yeah, licked. Yeah, no. You've so, seen The Office, right? Angela would lick her cat oh, and she had a hairball. It's yeah, just a measure it. of how much you love your cat. Yeah. It's very inexpensive. It's a very expensive service. Licking someone else's yeah. cat. On-demand licking, so to speak. <laughs> okay. I did not know that. <laughs> In Evansville, uh, need any wood polished? <laughs> I'm a younger woodworker looking for old wood. I do a great job only looking for serious work. Message me at, and then he spells out uh, the phone number. If not serious, don't message me. Looking for around 3. I don't know if that means like 3 p.m., 3 a.m., or three pieces of wood. I was going to say three pieces of wood at the same time. Three coats? Wait, how do you polish three pieces of wood at the same time? Pterodactyl. Yeah. (laughs) For those... Listening on the radio, I was making a facial gesture. All right. Also in Evansville, foot model. My tall, curvy goddess does foot modeling for those into that. Oh, so 
He's got a girl. Yep, he's a pimp. A goddess. He's pimping out his. <laughs> he's and she does foot modeling for those into that. What, and didn't um, offer why, a resume or like a portfolio of her works in different catalogs. You need so. a portfolio for a foot model, but what what's the end game here? You show up and you know, like, like uh, she punch one out. Ends to their up feet? in a pickup truck at a rest stop with Rex Ryan. He's <laughs> 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 the latest video. That's a good. Oh, one. game over! He's you like, win. Oh man, your you feet—they're just hanging out of this window. And I Rex could probably pay. Yeah, oh, yeah I can't believe dollar. I can't believe we just got to a Rex Ryan <laughs> foot fetish comment. Well oh, done. God, is his wife involved? <laughs> she was in the original video. Yeah, she is one of one. Mm. <laughs> oh, Tasty. Uh, all right, Evansville. <laughs> is that corn? She wants one or two more now. Hey, we are a man and woman. She ready and wants to have one or two more. She's never done it. This will be her first time. We are serious. You be as well. Color is not an issue. The bigger, the better. Biggest moves to front. We are ready now. Must have dick pic in your reply or she may ignore you. <laughs> Talk about getting down to business. So they definitely don't want chicks for their right. no. foursome. It's so- a foursome. And I love, you know what the negative like um, encouragement is? Biggest moves to front. Well, guess what? Biggest doesn't want to be in the front. I think he wants to be in the back. Yeah, well... Right? Uh, are you, are we front of the, <laughs> who's front? Who's front? Who's front? Is this like front of line privileges, or you're just going to be it? the front of this Jamaican bobsled? Like, yeah, exactly. <laughs> this is a, a wobbly H with another dude. So where does he go? Or multiple dudes? Yeah, you're talking about like two, maybe three total dudes here. That's shark swimming under the water during the bridge. Like, <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> Okay. That's deep. Yep. <laughs> it's going to be deep. Biggest to the front. <laughs> All right. Uh, from Evansville. This one might be a guy we already follow on Twitter. I don't know for sure, but it could be. It's not DJ Rizraz, is it? No, okay. it's not DJ Rizraz. Shout out DJ Rizraz. DJ Rizraz. This one could be three year Letterman. Shut up. I love him, by the way. All right. DVDs for sale, cheap yes. or trade. Give me a call if you are looking for to either buy or trade some adult DVDs that I have collected oh. over the years. So if there is anyone that would like to meet up soon before one this afternoon, give me a call. Let me know. Okay. Two questions. What happens after one? He's got to go to work. Okay. It's when his shift at Burger King starts. And what if you had to classify his collection as like a genre of porn? What do you think his genre of porn the is? The classics. What? <laughs> Every, you're oh, like 1990, Harry, 1989 and Harry Bush. Yep. 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 That's exactly what I was thinking. That's 100%. Although they are on DVD. So, oh, again, no. either they were digitally remastered or <laughs> Star Wars. He's buddy. done like some oh, line Wars. wire ripping and burning. Oh, that's hot. Okay. Well, I, I don't think this guy works at Burger King. I think he works. I think he's a jizz mopper. <laughs> it's the opposite of a fluffer. <laughs> You're cleaning up the mess. He's at the peephole, fucking local town, whatever that is. He gets the DVDs for free. What's <laughs> so um, one of the benefits? What DVDs is, is like he swapping for? Like, so some guy emails him, "Hey, I have um, whatever this this genre," and he's like, "No, I don't want that. I'm I'm looking for this. Like, what is he looking for?" He's a classic. He's guy. just branching out, man. I mean, I think he's looking for like, like movie parodies, say, like pirates, and maybe or just he's trying to explore new fetishes and figure out what he likes. Yeah. So it could be ethnic stuff or uh, 
like certain things going on. Foots. I mean, I was gonna say maybe he like Bigfoot guy. has recently had a better relationship with his stepmom, and he knows that that oh was my a God. theme in the last five years. Can and- Pornhub please stop recommending that to me? Like every time it's like you know you look at X, Y, and Z. I'm not gonna say what is X, Y, and Z, but like it. You all might also like. Your mother has looked in your room, and now you're banging her. Right. What the hell is this? <laughs> There's some fucked up childhoods in America. Yeah. Know? And it's like 2.7 view, million views, and it's uh, you know, 89% like. I'm like, what? Uh, I'm going to click on it, but damn it. Stop. <laughs> I'm going to watch the whole thing, but please stop. The whole thing? The whole thing. No, I mean. That's dedication. All the way to the finish? <laughs> No fast yeah, but forward. I finish first. That's fine. Okay. And continue on. <laughs> no. I mean, yes. All right. This one's from Evil, which I take to mean Evansville, but they're just a little bit cooler. That's what the kids call it, yeah. Looking for someone to entertain girlfriends Saturday. Looking for someone to have fun with my girlfriend. Reply with stats and picks so she can choose. Um, this is a classic cuckold, right? I was going to say, cucking is one of the themes here. You got the guy who's like, I've got a Kirby goddess. She does oh, foot modeling. Oh, my God. And See, I never would have guessed that. Never and now it's like, that. hey, my girlfriend wants to have fun. She put it to me to make the Craigslist ad, but send her the picture so she could choose. That hurts. I will it's, watch. It's better than like sending to him to pick. Imagine that. Like, mm. Send your pictures to me, and I'll pick the best one to bang my girlfriend. What do you think the best looking one to ten chick is on these the so Evansville? Like Are a, we talking one to ten scale, like general, or one to ten general. Evansville? General. I'm saying it could be like an Evansville six. Well, I would say an Evans six, which would be like a four and a half, maybe. I'm un, unfamiliar with Evans downgrade or upgrade. We're clearly talking downgrade here. <laughs> clearly, but. So the best that we're getting is a four and a half? No, we're saying the average. No, was, the, I'm saying, we, what is the best oh, looking the best? girl in one of these that is involved in any of these? Cuck, yeah, no, probably, probably a four and a half. All right, well, <laughs> some of them are professionals of some sort, so they might be a little bit better looking. You might have, like, you know, a seven who's... Ooh, that's lovely. Well, accepting a cash. national seven? That's a national treasure. Seven. I just want to say that in the podcast. But yeah, I would say the the average is sub five. I think that's a strong. I think that, I agree with that. Our Evansville listeners, we apologize, but um, I mean, send us pictures. Let we're us know. Not, we're not see. bashing Evansville. We're just bashing the people on Craigslist misconnections. Well, that's a that's a big portion of our listeners, Evansville listeners on misconnections. That's true. They do. Wow. We do poll well in Evansville. Yeah, we poll that's very well. Also in Norway, says. which is strange. Norway. <laughs> Yeah, so which Norway misconnections that we're talking? Well, we need a globe. A we need a globe a. next time. We should spin a globe with a dart and just hit it on the fuck. That's Craigslist. Go- globe. We're going international. We're going international. Three versus two next time. Yeah, I like uh, it. Oh <laughs> we're God. gonna hit somewhere where they like don't have internet and they're not allowed to. <laughs> All right. I was, like, I was, I was gonna, next to you at the rally for our supreme leader. Yeah, I was going to say. And I, I ran, clapped I, and you clapped. I, know, I, I ran joke, but uh, we're going to not touch that one. All right. Uh, also in Evansville, saw you at the DMV today. Oh, that's hot. Saw you at the DMV this afternoon. Beautiful black hair, beautiful eyes, black pants, a couple of tats. What an attractive woman you are. Wish we'd have been number 7,000 or something so I'd have had more time to watch you. Smiley face. 
Okay. By the way, my favorite because it's a misconnection. Right. It actually right. has a Love misconnection. It. Yeah. So I've had a couple of listeners talk to me about like these aren't misconnections. This shit's funny as hell, and it's on misconnections. So this right. is great. We don't write them. We just read. We them. read them. Don't blame us. Blame them. Blame Evansville. Wherever the fuck. Yeah. Um, but blame this the is... wood polishers and tool sharpeners of the world. <laughs> yeah. Right. So this guy shot his shot. Right? He said to DMV. Yep. Have you guys what? ever talked to a girl at the DMV? You were like trying to. Can I counter you? I'm in receipt. Have you ever been at the DMV and wished for more time? Negative. No. Never. Right? So this guy is in hell and wants to burn longer for a girl. That's passion. I mean, what's your opening line to a girl at the DMV? Like, you here for a driver's I was license say you... renewal or DUI? What was it? I was going to say, you come here often? Hey, how many points <laughs> you got on your license? <laughs> I've never seen higher than a four at DMV. I was going to say three and a half, but well, okay. Yeah, okay. Agree to disagree. You ever see, like, imagine seeing a smoke at the DMV? Wow. It does not exist. Yeah, they don't exist. It's a they, unicorn. Any good looking female just doesn't go to the DMV. They just figure it out. They'll yeah. just, yeah, if they ever get pulled over, they'll figure it out. <laughs> Isn't that sad? Nah, never mind. It's sad for us. DMV goers that have to get yeah. a fucking license. <laughs> the I'm gonna call the world. Yeah. I'm gonna call people like us DMV, DMV goers from now. Oh, <laughs> you're a fucking real go DMV, DMV goer. <laughs> <laughs> no, you're big right. DMV guy. You fucking DMV trash. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, that's great. Bing gas. Another oh. actual misconnection. Here. Yes. Right. Damn it. I was hoping it was not. All right. <laughs> Saw you pumping gas. I noticed your package. You looked down and smiled. <laughs> Then my wife came out. I'd like to inspect the package further. <laughs> oh my That's god. It. Period? That's it. That's it. Period. He put a period on the end of it. Period. That? Yep. Good punctuation. It was kind of Ernest Hemingway and that it was like a terse prose just to the point. No flowery language. <laughs> I was going to say that's very to, well done. That's to the point. It's to the point. Um so inspecting the package, looking down at it, the other guy smiles. And the wife comes out. Two questions, right? I, we both are thinking of this, the first question. One, what, why do wives ruin everything? <laughs> okay. Yes, obviously. Second question, what is the man wearing? Um, I, in Tennessee, I'm going to say Wranglers. This what, is what, what, Indiana. What, but Oh, in, in Indiana, I'm going to say Wranglers. Uh, Wranglers? What, what is I, mean, I was thinking skinny. Jeans. This is December. So originally, it's probably keep in mind it's probably like thirty something degrees outside it's as they're be. inspecting the gas. I mean, maybe it was an athletic dude wearing you know male yoga pants that are very form fitting. Yeah, but again, he's got a wife. It's definitely the cheap. guy doing the inspecting has the wife. The guy who he was looking at, unclear. Oh, yeah. oh, oh yeah. no, I misjudged so the, the guy who was staring is yeah. the one whose wife came Like, out. hey, I'm married, but I'm down to... Down to come relieve some right. stress. So later. I think based on the location and the time of year, yep. shorts are out of the question. Got it. You jo- would think. No, no jorts, no shorts. Either skinny jeans or Wranglers. Right? Wranglers. Yeah. 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 Also, I just got a text from a certain Jeej. Mm. So we have a we have a Jeej lock of the week. We'll put it there. Saucy. In the Saucy. That's that isn't a that's my favorite one by the way because it combines both of our misconnections slash awkward sexual thing you know I don't know it was great what else you got Fab? what did he say my wife doesn't know 
Uh, no. Uh, so he was, uh, I saw you pumping gas. I noticed your package. Oh. You looked down and smiled. Then my wife came out. <laughs> I'm just imagining like, being like to inspect the package this, for like, her. Is yeah. he like thrusting the like, eh, gas eh, pump? Oh, yeah. yeah. We all know what kind of fit. Eh, eh. Yeah. <laughs> Alright. Uh, like I'm sorry. When sorry. we were talking about the chew highs that we needed to have an American answer, when I said Manhattan Project, I wasn't immediately thinking of like the. Oh my god, dude. I was like, I can't believe you just fucking said that. <laughs> it's not that bad. You could probably keep it. But I'm going to keep that. <laughs> yeah. Fuck it. It's fucking. Alright. Vincennes. This is the last one. Okay, here Again, we go. The title just gets you. The finale. Servicing, no dentures. <laughs> Shut the fuck. Wait, excuse me? What is... That's this all, is, that's no, all it no, is. No, 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 that, that's just the title. Servicing, oh. no dentures. <laughs> Trying to find the big dude I lost contact with. He was huge and liked Gumby. Oh my god. <laughs> Is that it? Is that it? <laughs> That's it. That's it. That's my favorite misconnection of all time. It's I... a misconnection, and it's disgusting. Trying oh. to find the big dude I lost contact with. He was huge and like Gumby. Well, is this is this an is this a woman? First of all, Does, I mean unknowable. Okay, so unknowable. Yeah. Well, is this a an an eighty two year old woman or man without teeth or a crackhead? meth head that has no teeth because they lost them because they're all I'm, I'm gonna meet in the middle i think it's she's 80 plus with no teeth maybe because of crack maybe if they're if they're a crackhead i don't think they're alive at eight. also i don't think a meth person or a meth head or a crackhead would have dentures you know no this exactly is, this is an old person who like yeah. lost their teeth it's an old lady who wears dentures lady or man though could go either way <sighs> A mouse, and a mouse, a mouse. When it's party time, they pull the teeth out. You know? Oh my god! I'm gonna go with woman. Yeah, I, I honestly, I, I, I can picture her in my head. Very nice, hot. Oh no! Uh, three bills plus. Ooh, three Ooh. plus. Three bills, hundred percent. Ooh, three bills, eighty years old with no teeth. That is, that's a combination you don't want. Sometimes. I have a chub. Yeah, I'm, it's, I can't stand god. up. Okay, <laughs> that's terrible. Um, that was uh, that was disgusting, disturbing, and amazing. Very, yeah. My night's over. Yeah, <laughs> I need a napkin. Uh, <laughs> oh, Bluetooth is off. Give oh. me a minute, boys. <laughs> <laughs> All right, really quickly. That was amazing, Fab. Thank you so much. What do you guys think of the Seek Out Hard Real Hard Seltzer uh, Raspberry? I like it. There's a lot little. of raspberry in there. I think it tastes pretty good. I, honestly. When you first crack it and drink it, to me, I hated it. The aftertaste is pretty good. It's pretty good. It following two chew highs, it just had a lot more flavor than those did. But I kind of like it. Uh, but if I had to rank, I go grapefruit chew high, lemon chew high, and this the seek out, uh, just because the other ones were pretty smooth. Yeah, pretty fucking good. That was gonna be my next. My next segment was. Ranking them, and I think you're right. I think this is not a fair. This is not a fair shake for the seek out, right? If we compared them to the other seltzers, it may be a different playing field. Yeah. The chew highs are so incredibly good to me and to you. I would say um, it's not a level playing field. So what we needed a third beer for three beers too. So here we are. Uh, Fab, what'd you feel? How would you rank them? I like the Seek Out seltzer. It was really good. So you would say Seek Number Out one? first? I'd put it above the two chew highs. Yeah, wow. Yeah. What, what's, what, 
I'll Chew go high. Seek out grapefruit lemon. Okay, so we would all unanimously agree that lemon is our least favorite chew high of the two. Right. Um, grapefruit is the highest chew high, and then he would say somehow the seek out was you know, his words, not mine. Uh, that's that's his favorite, and that's fine. It's pretty good. I don't like the smell. You know, like you. Can yeah, it was a it was a pungent smell, especially pungent when smell. you crack it. Oh, but yeah. I thought the taste was good. It. It yeah. Smells like potpourri. Potpourri. Is it potpourri? It's potpourri. Okay. No, we're in California, so that makes sense. Yeah, I got it. <laughs> Living in PB now, just all I smell is potpourri everywhere I go. God, you're so snobby these days. Hmm, it's potpourri. <laughs> <laughs> Guys, get on Three Beers 2, Twitter, Instagram. Donate to the show, Three Beers 2 on Patreon. Three Beers 2, donate to the show. Get the locks of the week. We have one more special... Oh. Additive. The Jeege lock of the week from Jeege himself. He came over the top rope. I love it. We have one more additive to the show. Here we go. Jeege just texts in lock of the week. This is for our listeners right now. If you want to donate to the show, he has one more lock of the week after this. But right now he says, Titan. Titan up plus nine. Send it. Hammer the Titans plus nine. They are going to cover. That's what Jeej says. Mm. Tighten up. I, I, w- I lost a lot of money in the Patriots this week. It's fine. Tighten up, boys. That's Jeej. How many yards did Tannehill have? 779? Uh, 82, I think. Yeah, Jeej. But he did have a clutch touchdown and a clutch third down pickup. Could we just say Derrick Henry up instead of tighten up? Derrick Henry had like 182 Yeah, so let's yards? just say Derrick Henry up instead of tighten up. Maybe Jeej knows something about the weather forecast in Baltimore. But then again, Lamar Jackson can do just as much. He has been following the Titans for decades. No, no, he's a lifelong Titans fan. Yeah, just from one AFC South team to another. No. (laughs) Next season, it might be the Colts. Okay. Before we leave, I want a one-word answer from you guys. I'll give you mine at the end. One-word answer. Where is Tom Brady playing next year? Fab. The very, very tough conditions. Sorry, you said one-word answer, but I'm going to consider you anyway. The very, uh, you know. On the line, tough conditions, just absolute battle war zone that is the business world while he's running TB12 as a brand. He's he's retiring. From the NFL. Wow. Chargers. Chargers. Okay. We have two Chargers, one retiring, and uh, trying to battle Giselle for money rights in the house. Selling TB12. Yep. All Kraft right. is not letting him go to any other team. He's a free agent. I know, but Kraft is going to be like, I'll give you as much as you want or just please retire. But Kraft does not want to see him wearing Can he do that from a federal penitentiary? Robert Kraft? Yeah. Uh, Well, I mean, they do have quite the nice services in these white collar prisons (laughs) these days. And he's also, he's not going to jail. And, (laughs) well, that was an hour. Get one chance. Hot, cold, warmer, warmer. Yeah, Yo, you're warmer. All right, warmer. Miss- <laughs> <laughs> I have to cut all of that. Oh, that's so funny, though. <laughs> Fuck. All right. Yeah. Beep. Keep it. Outwits. I'm outwits.